people and welcome to Reviews in Twos, where we review a movie with a friend or a book or a TV show. I'm your host, Nora Kalkman, and today we are continuing our review on the movie Shazam, which came out in 2019. And our guest today is Meredith Carter. If you haven't seen the movie and you would like to see it spoiler free then go ahead and watch the movie before you listen to the podcast because we are going to talk about spoilers and if you don't really care about spoilers that's fine if you haven't seen the movie and you kind of don't know what we're talking about that's okay go ahead and listen to the first episode or sorry the first part of the review of shazam because we do a little summary so yeah just to get you feeling what this is. And without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Is there anything else that you thought was nice or that you didn't like so much or? Um, I think I will say a couple of things that I thought were kind of nice that they kind of, again, just making it more lighthearted because it's a child, but they didn't just like, skim over the important issues because like you said one of the big aspects it is a superhero movie but then it's all about family it's all about billy finding his family and choosing his family because you know his mom who's his biological family like didn't choose him but shazam did and so like not glossing over that and making that like a point because that's i mean that's heartbreaking every time i watch it like him talking finding his mom and and just kind of coming to the point of realizing, again, like his foster dad says, like, home is where you choose for it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not home till you choose it. So I really liked that they weren't afraid to kind of still get into those kind of deep moments, more serious moments, while making it comedic. For sure. And I think this is probably why it was also such a nice breath of fresh air, um, is because usually in a superhero movie, sure, you see, like, the broken family, but it never really gets restored at the end. You just, like, live with the the broken family, and it's never given a spotlight while it's a very important part of life and who you choose for your family to be and who's really close to you. Mm-hmm. And it was nicely summed up by Shazam'd Billy <laughs> um, at the end where he says, like, what's a superhero if he can't protect his family? So to have that be his drive as a superhero mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah. I keep saying everything is really nice, but movie <laughs> is just really nice. Well, don't worry. We might disagree in just a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because also one of the things that, again, being, I mean, I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm also a big DC fan. And as I mentioned, like DC is definitely more prevalent in our household. And so movies like Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, and I will not go into the monstrosity that was Justice League. Um, Just for those out there watching, we're really big into the Snyder Cut, really big into like, can't wait for that to come to HBO Max. If you don't know what it is, I'll tell you who I am at the end. (laughs) Wait for the Snyder Cut. It's coming on HBO Max. It's going to be... Justice League, like you couldn't even imagine, so much better. But anyway, this was such a, it was such a transference from those serious, dark, to literal dark tones, like you talked about, to like something more lighthearted, almost at a time, at sometimes a little cheesy with like the jokes thrown in, which is not, is not a bad thing. Like all, you know, like we said, for movies about kids, about foster kids, about superheroes, a little comedic relief. Um, I think my biggest like 
come on guys was that this was about the time when I feel like the directors and Warner Brothers and the the studio like knew how popular Marvel movies were and Marvel movies are so comedic and like lighthearted that they just wanted to make it more like a Marvel movie instead of like trying to make DC stand out in its own way. So in that way, I get a little, you know, like, come on guys, you could have done it your own way. Like still made it funny, but like not made it a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's a completely valid point. And I think that's probably also one of the things why I didn't want to watch it when it came out in theaters. At the time, I sort of thought it would be like Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, but it's more Spider-Man vibes than Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. But regardless, I really enjoyed it. And sure, I wouldn't really appreciate it if they did every single movie like this. Um, But it definitely fit the tone and the characters as well of this movie so in my opinion it was it was really nice dc is i feel like it's coming in into its own you know especially with wonder woman which was like an amazing movie and then aquaman was also like a pretty legit solid movie Mm -hmm. and now shazam is also a sneak attack solid movie (laughs) (laughs) i was not expecting this right (laughs) yeah do you want to go into the um the categories we can i have a couple more fun facts if you want all right yeah let's hear them so different kinds of you know little easter eggs things from the comics that i've not read the comics but like i said my husband knows a whole lot more so he was, when I would tell him, he'd be like, well, you know, this is from this and this is comes from this. Um, I will give another DC plug. There's a movie that they're starting to film. They're starting production for um, called Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you haven't heard about it, it's starring Dwayne Johnson. And it is actually kind of a prequel to Shazam. So in the story, when the wizard Shazam is talking to young Billy Batson and telling him how the seven deadly sins came into the world, he says, we chose a champion and we chose poorly, you know, incorrectly. And that champion is Black Adam, who's going to be played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And so I'm really excited about that because I feel like that's actually going to get more into the story of, what is it, the council of wizards that Shazam was Mm -hmm. with and like, how the seven deadly sins came into the world and how all of that came to be as kind of decrepit and run down as it was at the beginning of Shazam. So that I'm really excited about. And It'll also be interesting to see the dynamic between the members of the old wizarding council, whatever it's called, and then Mm -hmm. to compare that with the new one, which is basically made up of kids. right exactly (laughs) also that makes so much more sense uh because as i said i watched the cinema wins movie or video on this and he also mentioned a black adam and yeah he hinted that maybe so there are seven thrones in the wizarding council and there are only six siblings siblings so he was like speculating like oh will it be like I don't know who's the seventh one or who is you know but and none of the kids had like a black one of them maybe had like a gray uniform like Shazam outfit but nobody had a black one Mm. so that could be I don't I don't know about all that well we'll we'll see then I guess we will one thing that I did want to call out for like casting and all of that that we'll get to with our categories of acting is that whoever casted the like kids versus their like adult version needs a raise because it was so good. Like the looks, the like mannerisms, 
they did such a good job of finding like Freddie's older person is Adam Brody, who's already like a kind of established actor in TV shows and stuff. But it just like, it was perfect. You knew exactly who they were. <laughs> yeah, you did. And oh my goodness, Groat Shazammed Eugene. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like take a pause (laughs) right it was so good Uh, yeah that's neither here nor there (laughs) (laughs) um another one if you didn't know because Zachary Levi is who plays the older Billy Batson who plays Shazam um he actually is one of probably the only people who has been in a DC movie a Marvel movie and a Disney movie because he plays Shazam in DC he is the voice of Flynn Rider in Tangled. So that's his, he's a Disney prince as well. Um, okay, just pause. Um, <laughs> for those listening, um, we were talking about this movie right before recording. And Meredith told me that like, yeah, Zachary Levi is Flynn Rider. And I was flabbergasted. Because <laughs> <laughs> Flynn Rider is one of my favorite like Disney princes. And I can't believe like I never put two and two together. Also, Meredith, you mentioned the the one scene where he goes into the grocery store and he goes, <laughs> I would like your finest beer, please. And it's like such a Disney Prince voice. Oh, it it's sounds great. just like Flynn Rider. Yes. <laughs> but then his but then his Marvel like experience is a little bit he's just kind of a secondary actor. It's in one of the Thor movies, and I wanna say it's maybe the original one. He's one of Thor's like troop, and I can't remember his name. Oh. Um, but he's blonde. oh then okay so he i think he's the one then that got replaced by the guy who played by josh dallas Mm -hmm. yes yes that's it's that character but in the first one it was zachary levi so he has he has been in all of the franchises (laughs) (laughs) and then the last one that i will leave you with is just that one of the things that was like the comics brought to life into the movie is that at the beginning with young Billy Batson, they're at the fair with his mom and he just, he really wants to win a tiger. He wants to win a tiger. And then later he like crashes into the same like balloon dart thing. And there's this little girl and her dad and he gives her a tiger and says like, hold on to this really tight. It'll protect you. Well, in the comics, Shazam actually has a live tiger as his sidekick. No way. So, so to put that in there, like that was his sidekick protecting her and that's what he wanted. So... <laughs> Oh, cute because that scene in and of itself is already super cute like it's right? right in the feels mm-hmm. but then to have that also be a nod to the comics that's, that's really great yeah it was great. so, <laughs> so they nice. did a good job they did a good job of like pulling things in from the comics and like making it relevant but without like you didn't feel like you had to know what that was mm. so yeah. like you said yeah. the scene in and of itself was good without knowing the like reference to a tiger yeah it's a uh... It's a good, like, scene either way. It's not like this blatant reference to something where half of the audience is just like, what was that about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It makes sense with the plot, yeah. Also, one last thing. I enjoyed the credits a lot. Um, The the animations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was great. The hand-drawn, like... <laughs> it was and, and then when Shazam goes like to prom with Wonder Woman and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they bring in all the rest of the Justice League characters <laughs> like yeah, and Aquaman and <laughs> oh, also the very last scene where Billy finally comes back as Shazam during lunchtime and he's like this is my friend Freddy yeah <laughs> <And then> he's- <laughs> 
But then, oh, and then he says, and I brought another friend with me. And then when he steps into frame, if I were drinking like water or soda or something, I would have probably like spit it out. It's so Superman, but it's like not even like, you know, he wears the suit of Superman. Um, right. Yeah, probably because they couldn't get Henry Cavill, but that's another. If it had been Henry Cavill, I would have actually spit something out because he is my all-time favorite. But. And then Freddie's reaction, like, oh, killed it. And then just like <laughs> cut straight to the end credits. It's the best thing. That's true. And then they have two end credit scenes, not just one, but two. And it's great because I totally forgot that that was a thing that happened in superhero movies. Now I'm just like, the end credits? <laughs> yeah, I'm just used to watching the credits as it is. Like, Marvel made me get used to it. And then I haven't seen a superhero movie in so long that when it showed up, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only remember the first one. So what was the second one? The second one, it was... I think it was another type of, like, take when Freddy and Billy are trying to figure out what Shazam's powers are. Oh. Um, yeah. I, I didn't really make a funny. note of what exactly it was, but it's just, like, one of those mm-hmm. end credit scenes that are just, like... Well, I think the I think the middle, the middle end credit scene, the mid-credit scene or whatever, is also kind of a plug, because I think they're going to do a Shazam 2. Um, uh, yeah, well... Because of the little caterpillar. Yeah, so his name is Mr. Mind, I think, or Dr. Mind or something like that. So when he says something about, you know, I named the gods and it's going to be something about the fury of the, I think the name is like Shazam, the fury of the gods or something. Cool. But so it's not over yet. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I'm not that like big of a DC fan, as you probably could tell by my commentary. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I'm not like entirely familiar with like the specific lore or anything, but, um, first when little kid Dr. Savannah goes into the wizarding council place, I'm just going to call it that from now on because I yeah. can't what it is. <laughs> They they show like this jar with Mr. Mind, which was a caterpillar. Yes. Uh huh. After the whole Doctor Savannah comes in and blows up everything with the seven deadly sins. Once he's like grown up, um, right. they show it again, but it's like cracked glass. And I was just thinking, and and the caterpillar is gone. And to me, uh, I was just like, oh, okay, they're just like showing it because it's like more eerie or whatever, or like mm-hmm. to show the damage that was done. But no it's an important plot point so that's right same that was the same thing that happened to me until you see the end scene and you're like oh this caterpillar can like talk and it's like got it's got plans yeah it's got an evil mastermind plan (laughs) (laughs) all right well this is where we are ending today's episode thank you guys so much for listening and thank you to meredith for being a guest and yeah We look forward for you to hear the last part of reviewing Shazam, which will be coming out soon, still within the holiday season, because, of course, this movie is a holiday movie. So, fun, fun times. 
If you want to stay posted and in the know of all the podcasting things, like when new episodes are coming out, or just some like behind the scenes or fun tidbits of these things that uh, we're reviewing, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Reviews in Twos with the two as a number. If you have any suggestions or comments, feel free to email us at reviewsintoos at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys so much for listening all the way until the end, and have a wonderful holiday season.